of a falling tree at 55 miles per hour shortly after the Lexington Spittle Tunnel near Claverson Road recently. A number of dangerous trees on land neighbouring the railway line have been identified and following several land steps, Network Rail closed the line until the trees have been felled to reduce the possibility of future unplanned closures. Following a meeting last Friday at Haverford West High School's Prendigas site, it was announced the first stage of the £48.7 million scheme to build a new school has been awarded by Pembrokeshire County Council. Leading UK construction group Morgan Sindel has won the pre-construction design services contract. The work is expected to take several months and they are looking to consult with the wider community as well as the staff, pupils, governors and parents of the high school. Present at the meeting were representatives from Morgan Sindel alongside Atkins, a construction firm with whom they'll be working very closely. With an anticipation that construction work on the new school will start in the second half of 2020 with demolition of the current school and the Prendiger site starting next month. Over the past 12 months, nearly 40 young people in Pembrokeshire aged 18 to 25 have been interviewed by the TV licensing visiting officers for watching live TV or BBC iPlayer without a valid licence. Latest figures for TV licensings have revealed. TV licensing makes more than 7,500 visits across the United Kingdom a day, focusing on unlicensed addresses where occupants have ignored previous attempts to make contact. TV licensing is reminding people that they may risk facing prosecution and a fine of up to £1,000 if they are caught watching live TV or BBC programmes on iPlayer without a valid TV licence. With Halford West County News, I'm George Twig. VW Cymru South Clash between second place Halford West County and table topping Swansea University at the Bridge Meadow was postponed after an outbreak of mumps in the visitors' camp. The FAW agreed to the postponement on public health grounds to protect players, staff and supporters who would be attending the Ridge Meadow. The easily transmitted infection usually occurs during spring and winter seasons, with symptoms appearing 12 to 25 days after a person contracts the infection. The outbreak has been prevalent amongst students at Sonsi University over the last fortnight and the FAW have circulated the game must be rescheduled before Christmas. Halfless County hosts fellow Cymru South promotion contenders Cambrian and Cluddach next weekend in the second round of the Welsh Cup and return to league action when Chantwick Major are the visitors to the Bridge Meadows Stadium on Saturday, November the 16th. I'm Jonathan Twig. And you're up to date with all your latest permission news on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to the uh, Twig family for keeping us up to date with the latest news across the county. Uh, five past nine with me, Tobes, Calvin Harris and Florence on the way after Sam Smith. How do you sleep here this morning? The weather for today, they're not looking too great. It's going to be a little bit wet and miserable. However, that's starting to clear up as the morning gets underway. We might even see a little bit of sunshine later on then. A few scattered showers returning. Highs of 10 to 11 degrees. It's going to settle overnight, uh, leaving a fine and dry day for Tuesday. So good news if you go to firework displays. This is Pure West Radio. I'm done hating myself for feeling. I'm done crying myself away. I gotta leave and start the healing. But when you move like that, I just wanna stay 
that my love will keep you up tonight Baby, how do you sleep when you lie to me? All that fear and all that pressure I'm hoping that my love will keep you up tonight Tell me how do you
Calvin Harris with Florence Welsh from Florence and the Machine. That is sweet nothing playing right here on Breakfast. Before that, Sam Smith. How do you sleep playing out to Sardis in Ishmael's? Indeed, around the county and around the world via purewestradio.com. Make sure you do download the app if you haven't already. It's free, available on iOS and Google Play. Whatever device you've got, it is available there for you. And it's a very nifty app because you can not only listen in to the radio, you can also call the studio, check out our Facebook page, our Twitter, our Instagram and the podcast uh, so you never miss one of your favourite shows. You can listen back to the best bits. So on Friday, we kicked off the Pure West Radio Pet Week. We had Dennis and uh, Lau in the studio. It was great having a six-foot dog. One thing I never thought was possible here in the studio in Haverford West. And uh, kicking off uh, this week, we do have um, some very interesting prickly guests here this morning. Uh, really looking forward to finding out more about the Pembrokeshire Hogspital and chatting to Jeannie and finding out a little bit more about what they do there. So what is the Pure West Radio Pet Week? Well, we're talking about our pets, our lovable animals. We're talking nutrition, pet behaviour, pet psychology, talking about local animal charities and rescue centres and the importance of them. Uh, November is also National Animal Shelter Appreciation Month, so we're going to find out how we can care for some of those animals stray and ones that possibly just pop in and out of our gardens. Uh, We're talking about bonfire nights, of course, as uh, tomorrow we want to make sure our pets are calm, free from anxiety. We've got a pet cast on our uh, website right now, so you can play some lovely calming music, so be sure to check that out at purewestradio.com. And we have got lots of wonderful guests all this week. Uh, So we're going to be talking Pembrokeshire Hogspital next year on Breakfast after Tones and I, former UK number one, it's Dance Monkey here on Breakfast. 14 minutes past nine with me types on The Breakfast Show with Folly Farm. Plenty to see and do whatever the weather. Check out (laughs) folly-farm.co.uk. The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Life's always better when the radio's on. And with digital radio, it can be even better. So why miss out on your favourite digital stations when you get in your car? If you don't have DAB Digital Radio in your car, you can listen to your favourite station or radio app by connecting your smartphone to your car stereo with an aux-in cable, a USB connection or via Bluetooth and take all the stations you enjoy at home with you on the road. Find out more about listening to digital radio via smartphone in your car at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Tune in to the B.B. Scone Show with me, B.B. Scone, at 7 o'clock every Sunday night here on Pure West Radio for two hours, yes, two hours, of the best in local music, including guests live in session at the legendary Comprehensive Gig Guide. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. 
For competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. tonight dance monkey playing right here at pure west radio it's your station for pembrokeshire and from pembrokeshire 20 minutes past nine on monday morning's breakfast and uh, yeah it is the 4th of november huge day in the calendar for anyone that lives in pembrokeshire as 
as of today, uh, the way our waste is collected changes forever. Uh, so make sure you have your say and get involved with Ronnie J's ramblings. It's on the way tonight from nine o'clock. Do not miss it. We've had a huge response to this uh, over the past 24 hours on our Facebook page. So uh, please do get involved and have your say with Ronnie J tonight. But this morning, right here, right now, it's all about this. <laughs> At Pure West Radio, we love pets. That's why we're celebrating Pet Week from the 1st to the 10th of November. Ten days dedicated to raise awareness and well-being for all sorts of animals and pets. If you'd like to show your appreciation to your pet, email studio at purewestradio.com and get involved with Pet Week on Pure West Radio. Yes, make sure you get involved with Pet Week. We want to hear your stories. Tell us about your lovable pets, your furry friends, uh, because that is what it's all about. It's a celebration and an information week of lots of things to do with our pets and animals right here in the county. Uh, I'm really, really chuffed to have for the lovely Ginny with us here this morning from the Pembrokeshire Hospital. Morning, Jenny. Good morning, Borodar. Borodar, how are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you for coming in this morning. Welcome. So tell us a little bit about Pembrokeshire Hospital. Okay, so the Hedgehog Hospital was started um, in two, year 2000 by a lovely lady called Beryl, who I believe you met previously. Yes, um, oh, I know Beryl. Yeah. <laughs> locally known as Beryl the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, she um, asked us um, about three years ago whether or not we'd like to take over the Hedgehog Hospital because she wanted to retire. And my husband agreed to it, thinking it wasn't going to be a lot of work. And we took it on. And it is an awful lot of work. Oh, but yes. But it's great fun. <laughs> Huge <laughs> amount of work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing now for the last three years, running the Pembrokeshire Hedgehog Hospital along with everything else we do. Wow. So why did you want to get involved? Um, well, we do an awful lot of wildlife work anyway, and RSPCA work with exotics, so a lot of caring for animals. Mm. And, um, I don't know, hedgehogs, you look into the eyes of a hedgehog and you fall in love with them and you'll do anything to help them. So it was just something else that added to our portfolio and yeah. it fitted in really well, you know? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So how long have you been at the realm of Pembrokeshire Hogspital then, Ginny? Uh, so it's been since 2016, so, so come on. Three years? Three years, yeah, three years. So yeah. tell us a little bit about the hospital itself. I mean, what actually is it? What, what do you do? So we take in injured, orphaned, sick hedgehogs um, from all over Pembrokeshire, but also Cardiganshire and Carmarthenshire. And we um, look after them, rehabilitate them, and then send them back into the wild again, usually back to where they come from. Mm. It's an organisation that is, um, we run it, but we have a few volunteers that help us look after the hedgehogs. And everything is donated by the public. So there's, we don't get any grants, we don't get any funding except what the public donate to us. Mm, mm. Um, so that's all the food, the newspapers, um, any monies for vet bills and things like that is all donated. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's how it's how it works. So the generosity of, of the people of Pembrokeshire sort of keep it going? Oh yeah, without them and without certain other people in the county we couldn't do it. You know, There's some wonderful people out there who do collections for us. Mm. There's a gentleman over in Penner collects food for us um, through his work. And then we've got food collection boxes and things like that. And then for my volunteers as well, and people who make us things to sell when we go out to events, you know, people make us knitted hedgehogs mm. and things to sell to raise funds. Oh, so yes, it is great. Yeah. So how many uh, how many people are at the Pembrokeshire Hospital? So there's me and my husband, and then my volunteers. Um, so that's Katie, and then 
um, Sharon and her two children. Um, but I also have a wonderful Duke of Edinburgh student who started me this time last year, and he stuck at it. Oh, brilliant! Uh, yeah, it's nice when that happens, oh, isn't it? Fab. I know we've had a few uh, a few kids on work experience that have uh, sort of stayed with us. You know, and it's nice when they come yeah. back. And, yeah, it's nice. yeah, he likes to come because he says that it keeps me off my Xbox, and <laughs> which is a good thing <laughs> these a good days. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, hello to to everyone that's watching the Facebook Live this morning. Uh, hello to uh, Luna Moon dancing. Good morning, Pure West Radio. Mikey Slack. Hello, good morning. I uh, hope you're good, Mikey. Also, uh, George Wright. Hello, good morning to you. Uh, we are talking uh, Pembrokeshire Hogspital, a part of Pet Week, right here on Pure West Radio this morning. Uh, so. A part of Pet Week is we find out a little bit about what the people are doing with these animals, but also how we can make a difference. And at this time of year, I guess it's very important, Ginny, that we are very mindful of hedgehogs because there's lots of bonfires being lit, especially tomorrow. Yep, yep. So tomorrow is critical for hedgehogs because those nice piles of wood that you've been piling up for your bonfire look like an ideal home for a hedgehog. Mm. And there'll be an awful lot of killed injured hedgehogs in bonfires over the next well, two days especially mm. um, so it's very very important that if you are building a bonfire you build it on the day rather than days before so if someone's built a bonfire right now you need, take it down well either move it yeah or lift the edges all the way around the edges to disturb it but if you can't even do that when you light it light it from one side only so that the um, the fire burns through the fire from one side and that gives animals the chance to escape whereas mm. if you light it all round the animals are trapped yeah but the best thing is to build your bonfire on the night you're going to use it really because that's a so, good idea so, so many animals will go into that you know that you're not only looking at hedgehogs you're looking at mice amphibians mm, mm. Uh, rabbits, cats even will go yeah, into it. You yeah. know? So, you know, it's not only our wildlife, it's pets as well. <clears throat> I mean, one thing I think that we're quite lucky about at the moment is if you've built a bonfire over the last couple of days, you're probably a little <laughs> bit silly, uh, probably not the best thing to no. do uh, because, you know, y- your wood's going to be wet. Yes, it's going to yeah. be soaking. So hopefully that's given, you know, these animals a bit a of a fighting chance. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, you know, I've never built a bonfire. I've always gone to an organised display, to be honest. Um, I don't really see a huge amount of bonfires around anymore. Um, but if you are going to do one, move it. Move so if it. it's built, just move it. Be mindful. There could be, you know, hedgehogs in there. Yeah, definitely, definitely move it. Uh, but, you know, lifting it even and disturbing it will help the hedgehogs because you disturbing it will frighten them and then they'll scurry off them. So are there sort of times of the year that are a little bit more um, prevalent for, for hedgehogs and some of the times that are maybe a little bit more dangerous? Do you so, have seasons? So, yeah, okay, so at the moment um, is really bad for hedge, well, hedgehog rescues all over the country okay. because we're having the autumn juveniles in. These are baby hedgehogs that are born late in the year that will not survive the winter because they won't have enough time to get fat hibernate and people are finding them in their gardens Mm. Um, and these are tiny little hedgehogs Mm. you might meet one in a minute that would be wonderful (laughs) Um, yeah you said uh, when you came in uh, Ginny do you mind if we we give the hedgehogs breakfast no no, I don't we'll we'll, (laughs) we'll definitely get the hedgehogs some breakfast in a moment that's not a problem we don't want them going hungry now (laughs) well they wouldn't (laughs) normally eat breakfast at this time of day obviously because they're nocturnal animals so they come out at night yeah but because they're youngsters and they're not sick but they're babies they they eat all the time basically so yeah this time of year is autumn juvenile danger point um and autumn juveniles are a a litter of babies that that hedgehogs are having now when they shouldn't you know hedgehogs have babies in the spring okay 
But because of climate change and global warming, mm. we've got this warmer end of the year and hedgehogs are encouraged to, you know, well not encouraged, they're sort of inspired by the heat to, to have mm. the second litter of babies and they don't stand a chance, these babies. So that's what we're having at the minute and we wow. can have anywhere from one a day to ten a day. That's phenomenal. And it's the busiest time of year for us. Oh, these poor little hedgehogs. Yeah, it is sad. Um, it is, yeah. th they wouldn't survive in the wild. So any juveniles that come into any rescue, that's an animal saved. Mm. Um, and then obviously um, through hibernation period, a few animals will come out of hibernation and be ill, so they'll get found. Springtime they come out of hibernation and they're a little bit anemic and skinny maybe. Summertime, like this summer we've had a really bad time because it was really hot. Mm, mm. And the animals couldn't find enough food, so the mums abandoned their babies. So, we, so we had an awful lot of orphans in. Mm. Um, so that was quite a busy time for us as well. So you do have seasons yeah. in a hedgehog hospital where the times are busier. But our numbers are down this year. I suppose that's good news? No, not necessarily. No. It, what it might mean is there aren't so many hedgehogs out there. Okay. Do you, do you know how many hedgehogs are possibly out in the wild in Pembrokeshire? Uh, it was estimated 50 years ago that there were 35 million hedgehogs. Now there are only 350,000 hedgehogs. What, in the world? Yeah, in, well, in Europe. In, wow. in, well, in Britain. That's, that's Just Britain. in Britain? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of hedgehogs. Well, but it's not but, a lot of but hedgehogs. But it's gone from a huge amount no, of hedgehogs yeah. to quite a few. We're losing hedgehogs at the same rate as tigers. Um, and all the kids that I work with in schools, when they're old enough to have their own children, there is that risk that those they won't, their children won't see a hedgehog because they might not exist. Wow. You know, That's incredible. You know, we've lost a third of the population in the last 20 years. That's phenomenal. So, yeah. so 13 million to 350,000. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a hell of a drop. That's massive. And that's through um, habitat loss, loss of food, um, more cars, the way we garden, the way we have our gardens, mm. just everything. All of it has encroached on the hedgehogs and made their numbers decline. But we can help them. I was about to say, what can we do? Well, we can all do our own uh, 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 a little bit. You know, if everybody does a little bit to help a hedgehog mm. and be hedgehog aware, then we can stop the numbers declining anymore. We won't necessarily be able to make them rice, but we will at least stop them from declining. So, you know, bonfire nights are classic. Mm. I know. Hopefully we can save a few t tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, if you put out food for hedgehogs, that will help them, and especially in this, when it's hot. What should we put out for them? They eat uh, cat or dog food, meaty cat or dog food in nice jelly. Nice and easy. Yeah, a nice lot of and our, easy. Our households will already have that. Well, that's why hedgehogs come into our gardens. They have become an urban animal rather than a countryside animal, and they will come into our gardens because we put food out for our pets. Mm. And we feed birds, and they scavenge under bird feeders. Oh, okay. Um, you can put out cat biscuits for them as well. But there are specialist foods, hedgehog food and hedgehog biscuits you can put out. But yeah, put food out for them. Uh, put a hedgehog house out for them. Make a hole in your fence so hedgehogs can pass through your garden. So you create mm -hmm. a hedgehog street. Yeah. Um, also, uh, hedgehogs are very inquisitive animals and do get into awful pickles. So <laughs> make sure there isn't rubbish around for them to get into. Yes, yes, yeah, good yeah. point. Um, also, they fall down things because their prickles protect them from hurting themselves. So they're fearless. So they will fall down things. They get stuck in drains. 
down um, cattle grids and things like that. So if you've got a cattle grid near you, check it daily because mm. there might be a hedgehog in it. So yeah. all sorts of tiny little things, and those will help hedgehogs. You need to just be mindful. Really, mindful, don't yeah. You? Be yeah. hedgehog aware. Yeah, just just take on board the information yeah. that we're giving you, and uh, you know, and have a scurry in the garden with the yeah. kids. Yeah, make sure your yeah. garden's a little bit wild. You know, you've got an untidy area where hedgehogs can nest where there's going to be bugs for the hedgehogs to feed on. Mm. Don't have a nice, perfect lawn with lots of patio and decking. <laughs> have a little wild area. Yeah, a little wild area. Yeah, a little untidy bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who knows what it might attract. Yeah, and so good. So, should we meet one of our, yeah. our prickly little friends this morning? Yeah, we can. So, uh, I've, I've deliberately chopped half my, uh, my face off uh, on the Facebook Live video this morning, so you can actually see a good luck at uh, uh, one of our, our little friends here this morning. So uh, I suppose you name them all then, Ginny, well, Yeah, we do name them all. We have to have themes. Yeah, we like themes. Because otherwise it gets a little bit complicated. Yeah. So when we first started, we did um, gemstones and minerals, herbs and spices, um, moons and deities and things like that. Mm. Then the archers, <laughs> characters. And I'm on flowers at the moment. So I've got um, borage. Um, Burdock, and I've forgotten the other one's name. This is the thing, see, when you have so yeah, many, uh, I do, yeah, so many uh, different uh, hedgehogs coming through your doors. You know, you, you never know who, who's who. I mean, I mean, that's another thing. So, how do you identify them? Uh, each hedgehog um, lives well in the hospital. They all have their own individual hutches or beds. Mm. Um, these three, when they came in, these are triplets. Um, they came from uh, Keru. Milton, Milton Carew? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cheriton. that's yeah. it. They were found by a dog, um, uh, taken from a nest as like four-week-old babies. These are autumn juveniles. Um, so I marked them when they were little so that I could identify them to monitor their weights. Mm. Um, so that's the only way I can identify them. Really. So let's, let's have a little look then. Hello. So, um, who's this then? Who's this then, Ginny? Well, this could be Borridge, or it could be Burdock, or... Borridge! Morning, <laughs> Borridge! <laughs> so, uh, currently, if you're listening, um, check out our Facebook page, because you can actually see a little hedgehog on the studio desk right now. It's so cute. Oh, they are Hello! Cute. Just beware, one of them does uh, nibble a little bit. Well, they're having breakfast too. Oh, look at that. They're getting stuck right in, aren't they? So what are they having for breakfast then, Ginny? Uh, Looks like we've got some mealworms. Yeah, um, the, they've got cat biscuits and some dried mealworms. Now, there's an awful lot of controversy on um, all hedgehog fa uh, pages that you shouldn't feed them mealworms, which is true if that's all you're going to feed them. Yeah. Balanced diet. Balanced just like diet. us. Yeah, balanced diet. So, you know, baby hedgehogs, if they're not going to feed, a little bit of insect actually encourages them to eat what you're feeding them. Oh, look, they're having a right good feast <laughs> here, aren't they? Well happy. <laughs> they are. They are the most inquisitive creatures, aren't they? And, they are. um, you know, they, they, are, they are quite cute, aren't they? They are very cute. Uh, you do fall in love with them. I, they are such hard work to look after. They are the smelliest, dirtiest animal <laughs> oh, I have ever looked after. No, really? Yeah. But you'll, you know, you'll, you'll just do it because they're lovely. Yeah. They're cute. And if we have an orphan hedgehog in a baby, I have to get up every two to three hours to feed that. What? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's a serious dedication. Oh yeah. This. Um, Christmas Day, you guys are all going to be out there watching television and sitting there eating your dinners. I'm going to be looking after sixty hedgehogs. Yeah, it's a dedication. Yeah. Um, you know, there there is so much wonderful work. So many people do here in the yeah. county, and uh, you know, it's it's great that you can do this to, to help these 
these wonderful little creatures. Well, we couldn't do it without the public support, you know. But and, and public, you know, the public bring the hedgehogs to us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they find the hedgehogs. Um, so without them and their support for funding and all the food and mm. everything like that, we couldn't do it. I'm not. I'm not joking. They've nearly monstered that whole bowl. <laughs> I mean, do they eat quite a lot? Then? They do. They'll eat. Um, an individual hedgehog will eat a third of a tin of dog or cat food wow. with biscuits. And you give them the hard biscuits um, yeah. as crunch because it keeps their teeth clean and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's a balanced diet. Well, they look well happy. <laughs> they really, really do. It's got me hungry now as well. I haven't had my breakfast yet. Uh, well, Ginny, uh, thanks ever so much for coming in this morning awesome. and, and bringing in your, your three little... Uh, prickly friends here they're just so lovable aren't they and I mean you know we've heard some wonderful hints tips and advice but you know just be mindful if you've got a bonfire uh, move it uh, ready for tonight or tomorrow whenever you're going to be setting off your fireworks have a little scurry around your garden uh, see if there's uh, uh, any hedgehogs around if you need any advice uh, then uh, make sure that you get in touch uh, with Ginny uh, they are so cute uh, we've got Maria Sky saying Ginny is amazing our beavers enjoyed her visit hello to <laughs> Sally Williams locked in this morning uh, I know there's a lot of love and support for these fabulous little creatures and it's at least surprising they're, they're so cute and beautiful um, Ginny how do people find out more information about the Pembrokeshire Hospital. Uh, we've got a Facebook page, and we've also got a website. So, we'll um, we'll, uh, we'll put the website uh, link on uh, on our Facebook page for you as well, so people can find out more information right there. Oh, they're they're, they're like we want more now. We want to have a little scurry around. Oh, yeah, they're trying to get the bag out as well. <laughs> uh, right, we'll get a little photo with these uh, these fab little. Uh, uh, friends that we've made this morning here Ginny and uh, thanks again for popping in uh, a part of uh, Pembrokeshire Pet Week You're welcome, thank you very much for inviting me No, not a problem at all, make sure you keep in touch with us, anything we can do to ever help, you know where we are Yeah, I will drop some notes into you Fabulous, please do and uh, you know, make sure you do your bit as well, as Ginny said, it's just been about being mindful, just knowing what is going on uh, with those uh, hogs that are out and about and just look after them and just um, you know Make a little street, make a little house, be caring, and it will make such a world of difference. You just walk in, I make you smile. It's cool, but you don't even know me. You take an inch, I run a mile. Can't win, you're always right behind me. And we know that you could go and find some other. Take or leave it, I just don't even bother. Caught in a crazy. Two.
It's the Spice Girls and Stop Playing right here at Pure West Radio. 9.41 with me, Tobes. Thank you so much to Ginny for popping in. Uh, from Pembrokeshire Hospital, uh, we just had hedgehogs. Uh, literally all over the place a minute ago. Uh, oh, it was funny. Uh, make sure you check out the Facebook video. Also, the podcast will be available uh, in about, uh, oh, I'd say half an hour's time for you so you can listen back to the best bits of that. We're celebrating our pets across the week here uh, for Pembrokeshire Pet Week on Pure West Radio. Make sure that you send in your photos and get involved. Uh, you can head on over to purewestradio.com. We'll also put all of the links for the Pembrokeshire Hogspital uh, indeed on our uh, page for you. Without you, without you, without you. 
competitions and local news, follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Pure West Radio. We go together. Better than birds of a feather, you and me. We change the weather. Yeah. I'm feeling heat in December when you found me. I've been dancing on top of cars and stumbling out of bars. I follow you through the dark, can't get enough. You're the medicine and the pain, the tattoo inside my brain. And baby, you know it's obvious. I'm a sucker for you. the Jonas Brothers and Sucker playing right here at Pure West Radio. Uh, they were actually up for Best Pop Act last night at the MTV EMAs. Um, Halsey actually won it, which I was really chuffed, and she was up against some huge pop stars uh, in that category. So uh, well done to uh, Halsey for picking up that gong. also watched a very interesting uh, documentary last night on Ed Sheeran, and uh, what a story. It was called Ed Sheeran in his own words. Highly recommend you uh, uh, check that out if you like his music, or maybe even if you just are curious to find out about his uh, rise to fame and success, then, uh, yeah, worth checking out. Very good indeed. Uh, Well, the lovely Stephanie James up next from 10 o'clock. 
We've got Cher and Fats and Small taking us up to the news at 10. I'm back tomorrow morning with more brilliant guests across the week as we celebrate our fabulous pets. From hedgehogs walking all over the studio just then uh, to reptiles and we're talking fish. We're talking all sorts this week, so make sure you listen out for the latest details about Pembrokeshire Fish Week. Um, sorry, Pembrokeshire Pet Week. And also, do not forget that we've got fireworks. Tomorrow night, we're going to be at Whitland and Milford Haven. All the details on our Facebook page now. Two brilliant displays at either end of the county. I'll catch you back tomorrow morning here at 6. Folly Farm, sponsors of The Breakfast Show on Pure West Radio. Milford Haven Roundtable would like to invite you to join them at this year's free entry fireworks display which will take place Tuesday 5th of November on Milford Waterfront. The fun starts from 4pm with live music from the Pure West Radio stage. Performers include Jens Juniors, Kelly Williams School of Dance and the Pure West Radio competition winner. Heading the night will be UK DJ legends, the Freestylers. There'll be plenty to entertain the whole family with a fun fair, food, drinks, stalls. It's a night not to be missed. For more information, visit them on Facebook. The Milford Haven Roundtable Free Fireworks Event, Tuesday the 5th of November. Have you seen that change for life? It's all about small changes we can all make to be healthier, like trying to cut back fat. There can be a lot of hidden fat in our food, so for starters we just need to check labels and go for low-fat options. Simple. And take a bacon butty. That can be made healthier just by trimming the fat and grilling it rather than frying. Easy. That way we're cutting fat and reducing the risk of heart disease or stroke. It's easy to be food smart. For more ideas to help you and your family cut back fat, search Change for Life online. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. Even a quick reply affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website, www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. You can listen to Pure West Radio anywhere. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pure West Radio. You're strolling into town like you're singing a gun. Just a small town dude. Some trouble tonight Well, all right You think you're so bad 
I'm Jonathan Twig. The railway line between Clavis and Road and Fishguard will be closed until mid-November after the gloss to the Fishguard Harbour service had suffered considerable damage after ploughing into a falling tree at 55 miles per hour shortly after the exit in Spittle Tunnel near Clavis and Road recently. A number of dangerous trees on land neighbouring the railway line have been identified and following several land steps, Network Rail closed the line until the trees have been felled to reduce the possibility of future unplanned closures. Over the past 12 months, nearly 40 young people in Pembrokeshire aged 18 to 25 have been interviewed by the TV licensing visiting officers for watching live TV or BBC iPlayer without a valid licence. Latest figures for TV licensings have revealed. TV licensing makes more than 7,500 visits across the United Kingdom a day, focusing on unlicensed addresses where occupants have ignored previous attempts to make contact. TV licensing is reminding people that they may risk facing prosecution and a fine of up to £1,000 if they are caught watching live TV or BBC programmes on iPlayer without a valid TV licence. With a number of bonfire night celebrations set for tomorrow night, the Farmers Union of Wales is urging people to remember the distressed fireworks and sky lanterns caused